Good evening, boys and ghouls. Hello, my little creeper babies. It's time for another episode of Dawn and the Dead. We killed it. We got it that time. Okay. So tonight, we're doing, we're discussing, exploring Willy's Wonderland, the new Nicolas Cage movie. Description, if we want to talk about that exactly. Description says, when his car breaks down, a quiet loner, Nicolas Cage, agrees to clean an abandoned family fun center in exchange for repairs. He soon finds himself waging war against possessed animatronic mascots while trapped inside Willy's Wonderland. Yeah, and um, they're not lying. That, <laughs> that is what this movie is about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right there. Uh, I can't even say in a nutshell because that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's what this movie is about. And it's freaking amazing. It touched me in places I haven't been touched in a very long time. That is intimate. And it felt <laughs> fucking amazing. I loved it. I loved it. And I loved that it was done by a silent Nicolas Cage. Oh, yeah. Completely silent. Not a single word. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And if you look in the credits, his name is just the janitor. So our hero does not need a name. No, he doesn't. Or a word. Mm-mm. He doesn't need any of that shit. He makes some noises, but they're all, like, the the right kind of noises. You know? The right kind of noises. Yeah, just, like, fighting and moans of satisfaction. <laughs> In a mostly not dirty way, because there are some intimate moments with a pinball machine. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Which is one of the best scenes in the in the movie. I mean, the yeah, there's there's a, a very, a more in-depth dance scene and intimacy with the pinball machine, but every moment he spends with this pinball machine is worth it. Yeah, there's a lot of caressing and touching and close-ups and sensual behavior, and uh, it's just like a pretty butt-kicking time. It really fits the theme of the, the movie. The movie itself is, is butt-kicking. In nature. Um, so yeah, like, if you're fans of just, like, total ass-kicking, cliche, uh, exploitative violence and gore and typical teenage stupidity and, uh, macho man protagonists, this is your jackpot. Yeah. Or just fans of Nicolas Cage and all of the weird, fun crazy things that he's been doing for us lately with extra cheese yeah yeah the best kind this one's i can't say enough times how much i like this movie right i feel like we like it was like playing a video game throughout the pandemic with like the movies we've been getting and like each one that comes out depletes your health meter a little bit more a little bit more yeah (laughs) and we were like all red and blinking and like (sighs) Mm-hmm. Out of breath. That's how I felt. And then this movie came along, and it was like, and back to at least yellow, or like, yellow with like a shade of green somewhere. We're surviving. Yeah. We're surviving now. Okay. Refreshing. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Could have just said that. Yeah. <laughs> Inside of the whole video game montage you just portrayed. I, yes. I can't do this. <clears throat> you can't do it? No. Like, the drink itself? I can't. We're drinking, uh... My stupid idiot, no, I'm just kidding, I love her, sister, drinks ah. these, uh, <laughs> these chilada things. She she calls them micheladas. I think she gets a specific brand. We got Modelo chiladas, which are like tomato, salt, and lime, which I thought would be kind of, um, kind of like a Bloody Mary vibe, but it's very tomato-y. I think it's great. I was just talking about this before we started recording it. I don't know. I think it's great now. This is about 20 minutes after entering this uh, of this chilada. But it kind of reminded me of just like a cold thermos of tomato soup at first. I'm about a third of the way through this tall boy. And it's very comforting. Is it? Yeah, I like it a lot. You love it. Why don't you have it? I'm going to have both of these. Have both of them. <laughs> Go get me a better drink. 
This is gonna be fun. <laughs> okay. Why don't you tell them a little bit about the fact that we actually recorded an episode for this already? Oh my god. We canned we it and we're gonna try we're gonna do this one non yeah, you go ahead. You know, I got it. <laughs> okay, so we recorded an episode for this and uh didn't wanna ask you guys to do anything extra, like play along with the movie or anything. But we did have a lot of notes, you know, and we kind of went through a rundown of the movie, which ended up being longer than the actual movie. And then we were like, okay, well, should it be longer than the movie? And how how the fuck did it become longer than the movie? I don't know. It did. A lot of bullshit conversation here and there got us to that point. But... We were drinking a lot. We were drinking, we were drinking, a, drinking lot. a lot. We were drinking a lot. And the next day we were like, I don't even know if we said things of value. <laughs> I said something pretty terrible about ancient Greek mythology. And there, there was I a lot of things. I don't even remember that. Yeah, there was just a lot of stuff. <laughs> okay, so we did that this weekend when we first had our post that we were going to be making this episode. And... Um, I think maybe even the next day, we were just like, you know what? I don't know about this. And well, first he said he didn't know about it. And then I was like, yeah, I don't know either. Maybe we should listen to it again. And then we started going through the whole thing and realized that listening to it again meant four different recording parts. And we were like, how did this fucking happen? Yeah, yeah I heard you just say just now that the, our episode would have been significantly longer than the movie itself. How? And yeah, we can't do that. I don't know how it happened, <coughs> but it did. Now, that being said, we really, really love this movie, so maybe we just got lost in the shenanigans, the shenans, if you will, and things got really drawn out, so... Yeah, I mean, not that you can't talk about a movie for longer right. than the runtime. That's probably pretty typical. Absolutely. That's a bad example. But... but, you know, at the same time, though, I kind of feel like... This is a great movie, but also you can watch the trailer and everything in the trailer pretty much tells you what this movie is from start to finish. There's no pretending that it's something that it's not. So if we're going to have something that we talk about the movie significantly longer than the runtime, shouldn't it be something that we have to like unpack? You know, I don't think we have to unpack this movie, but we don't need to like praise it so much that it becomes almost twice the length of the movie you know which is what happened there's a little unpacking there's a little unpacking i feel like in some of our conversations about this we've talked about the janitor's character in detail we've we've given some of the characters yeah some thought yeah i mean maybe i mean we deleted the episode now so we can't go back and listen to it and be like oh shit this was bank but you know maybe someday on a Saturday afternoon, when I'm smoking or drinking, I'll remember a real nugget of goodness that came out in that episode and be like, shit, we should have really parsed through that a little better. But right now, it just felt like it wasn't right. So we decided, fuck it, let's do it again. Yeah, let's do it again. And here we are. We're doing it again. Look. Doing it again. I have a question on my mind that popped up while you were talking there, and I guess it's as good a place as any to really start talking about this movie, but does this movie remind you of any other movies at all? I mean, you know, there was that other movie that popped up that we have not yet watched that had a very similar description. The Banana The Banana thing? Splits movie. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true, but we haven't seen that. We haven't so, watched no, that it, count. so I that can't count. say that, like, but that looks very similar. That's just about ruined for me. Like I said, when you suggested it the other night, it's it's going to take me a while to not just associate that with this. Right. I, I'm going to have to forget that they came out at the same time. Right. And I do really feel, they didn't come out at the same time. It's like fucking uh, Armageddon just... and Deep Impact or whatever, you know, like, you either saw one or the other and yeah. you chose your side. And I also feel like because the movie is light and fun and isn't, you know, many layered in crazy ways, I don't know if it would sell for me if it wasn't Nicolas Cage. So the Banana Splits movie looks good enough, but there's no Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I don't know if it, w it had to be Nicolas Cage. It's phenomenal that it was Nicolas Cage, and it is indeed perfect. But, uh, I don't know. I just, I feel like there are, for example, like, uh, Bruce Campbell in Evil Dead. 
Right? Ooh. You would say it couldn't have been anyone else, right? It had it kinda has to be. Yes, but Imagine Jack Nicholson did it. I feel no, <laughs> but wait, but wait, but wait. I don't know Bruce Campbell, like I had not previously known <clears throat> Bruce Campbell from anything else before that movie that would have like made me say like oh it couldn't be anybody else like that movie made him who he is to me whereas Nicolas Cage already is who he is prior to this okay I'm sorry I get where you're coming shooting down my example I used the example I did with uh, Jack Nicholson and Bruce Campbell in the role for Ash in Evil Dead because like now in you know retrospect looking back like you know who they both are and like at least that's those are my picks for that movie you know so like who knows we could like in 15 years look back at this movie and be like oh that other kind of person like from back then it would be cool to see them in that role too. like you might have a person you just don't know so like who knows this movie could have been sick we could we can't give Nicolas Cage all the credit no for Willy's Wonderland like I'm not giving him not all the credit that, but... <laughs> I'm just saying that there isn't like a selling role that I'm seeing from the little bit that we saw in the trailer for the Banana Splits movie. Yeah, I'm not trying to say Chris Pratt could have been the janitor. I'm just I'm just trying to say, like, the movie stands on its own, I think. It's not just, like, a Nicolas Cage novelty. Right? Yeah, yeah. and that being said, also, the, the trailer that we watched for the Banana Splits movie, it looks very different caliber of a movie to me as far as just like filming and everything it just looks different to me i don't know that it's going to be uh, the story itself is comparable but i don't know that the movie is actually comparable you know if that makes sense for me like there is something pretty evil dead like about this i think it's because of the first interaction with one of the mascots the ostrich like like i said the mm. first time we talked about it you know with the neck but like also the character like the way he responds to certain things and it's just you know he's not saying anything and like ash has lines in the evil dead but like still the way he reacts to things is very like grunty or like Ugh. it's like very i don't know there's something animated he's just here about to kick it ass. and like yeah, yeah and he's just there to kick ass and i don't know <laughs> i don't know Maybe I'm I'm reaching, and, like, I needed something to compare this movie to, but, like, right away when we were watching this, I got some, uh, Evil Dead tones. Yeah. And, like, I want to keep saying it's, like, Evil Dead crossed with, but I can't think of what I want to cross it with for the comparison. Right. So that's why I'm asking you, like, what did, does this movie remind you of anything? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to think about it. As far as, like, something beyond knowing that there's a similar movie out there that we just learned of, I don't know. But, um... There's something video game-y to well, it a little there's bit. There's some the arcade parts and stuff. And, the fights are set up. And Yeah, and that, too. <laughs> it's like, um... As he goes through and he fights with each of the mascots, it's like you kind of <clears throat> start with the wimpy ones and then you work your way up and it's like without knowing yeah, exactly how it's going to go, you know that Willie the Weasel is going to be the last big fight. The whole thing is kind of set up like a video game, like almost like a, you know, you have like your main part of the game, but then you have your cut scenes and you'll have like the atmosphere tensing up in the same way mm -hmm. before every boss fight it's like it's kind of set up like that <laughs> um yeah. speaking of boss fights what uh what's your favorite bad guy in this yeah out of all the all the creatures which are really i mean should we run down the list of what they are okay um yeah you want to hear it? She took notes. Well, there's, there's eight of them. Maybe there's we can just remember without... I mean, the first those. one's an ostrich. Yeah, Ollie the ostrich and Willie the weasel and the Willie's gator. Willie's like the final boss, though. Do we know the gator's name? No, yeah, we're not selling them in order, but... There's a gator. I don't remember his name right now. Then the, there's Nighty Knight. There's Nighty Knight, which is a uh, one of the only person mascots. He's a ginger bearded knight in gold armor with a big sword. Yeah. Uh, there's Sarah, Sarah the, siren, the Siren, which is like a fairy-looking siren thing. Cammy the Chameleon. Uh, Tito the Turtle. Tippy Doo the Gorilla. 
No, the gorilla. No. Gorilla. Do you know the gorilla's name? I don't. Oh, that's eight. That's all that's of them. That's eight. That's all of them. That's eight. And now, out of those eight, I will say that <coughs> for me, uh, even though his fights were not the best fights. Now we're talking about the fight, the best fight, or the best mascot. No, no, no. Which was your favorite, uh, like, mascot, you know? Like, which one did you think was the best one? But the different fight, like, versus best kill, like, they're all different things. Okay. <laughs> so, best mascot for me was Tito the Turtle. Really? Yes. Just, like, looking and sounding? Yeah. Yeah. He was super fun. He is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. What about you? Hmm. Shit, I might, I might have to agree with you on that. Yeah. Yeah, I hate to just say same. But... We're talking about like just their whole general representation. I gotta go with Tito the Turtle. Yeah, Tito the Turtle. He he was cool. He was fun. He yeah. had big. Sombrero. If you could chill with one of these mascots and like smoke with them and have a night with a mascot, it would be Tito the Turtle. Yeah, and the way he's finally finished off at the end of the movie, like, what does he say right before he gets hit by the car? I can't. He says like, "Oh, he chingon," or something. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah. He does. You know, it just kind of made me feel for him. Like, man, he was done fucking with you guys. Like, he learned his lesson. Kind of. <laughs> you could have let him go. You already yeah. got away. You know, yeah. he was ready to probably just like chill. He's like, "I'm just gonna chill. I'm just gonna go back. Maybe we don't have to do this anymore." That's what I thought. I don't know. Yeah, he's probably the coolest one, like, the way he looks and sounds and stuff, but, uh, which one is it? The gorilla is my favorite fight, fight and yeah. death for the mascot, and then, um, yeah, see, there's, like, three different things, like, it's probably the best kill three. by the mas- yeah. one of the mascots would have to go to, um... Gator! The best thing, the best gator? kill, like the gator. Because he like eats someone... them while they're fucking? Yes. That's, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why you're are you right. always saying, like, you're, you're right. questioning yeah, me yeah. and then Shit, like, I would have overlooked that. No, that's a good one. No, that's gator, he has the best kill. Yeah, on principle, because he ate them while they were, while he was inside of her. Really? Yeah. He ate his face while he was inside of her. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. There's a lot going on there. Yep. Yep. That's a gator who knows how to seize an opportunity. <clears throat> yeah, uh, which, like, that whole scene in and of itself is, like, a great box that I, that was checked off for me. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Killed by sex. Yeah. Kind of. And the general... <laughs> they definitely follow the general rules and roles in this movie, and... Being stupid enough to do yeah, that. Yeah, the two that die that. while having sex are definitely the ones that die having sex, and you can tell that right away when you meet up. Yeah, it's the mandatory people in the movie like this, where like someone in the theater has the right to be like, "Come on, you know, like." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and there were points when I thought that the loose girl was going to redeem herself and not be. Just falling into the stereotype, but yeah, she, she does something me, cool right right out the gate. Yeah, she made me uh, fix the handcuffs. Disappointed me. Give her credit where credits due. You're talking about it. Okay, she <laughs> picks the handcuffs that nobody else can get open in the beginning of the movie, but that is the only thing she does that is redeemable. It is the only thing she does. She gets dumber by the second from there. Yeah. Uh, worse and worse. Dumber by the second from there. You know, I speaking of that, I liked that too. I mean, I liked every minute of this movie. There's not a thing I'm going to say as a con, but um, the fact that the main uh, protagonist of the teenage gang starts off being handcuffed to a radiator by her legal guardian, who's also a cop. I wouldn't say legal guardian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, who you think is her legal guardian yes, in the start okay. of the movie, you know? I just like that, because I feel like this movie is definitely... If anything, like, hearkening back to the golden age of cheesy B-horror movies of this ilk. Mm-hmm. And uh, having, like, an excessively abusive parent figure or little guardian, single parent. That does things who's like also a cop. in rooms. It's just, like, and, all the right yeah. kind of cliches. Like, they're just yeah. perfect. Yeah. They leaned into the cliches in, like, the best way. 
This movie is not asking you to take it seriously, so definitely don't go into it thinking you're going to like... Be terrified. Or even not just be terrified, but like don't go in there and try to like... I don't think anybody's thinking that. Have, oh, you should see the reviews that I read. There are lots of people that expected it to be more than it tells you it is, you know? Yeah, I mean, what, what did it ultimately get on Rotten Tomatoes? Did you look? Uh, 60, almost 70% fresh. So, okay. I feel like that's pretty fucking good. That's pretty considering. good. Considering. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why that's like my standard of, that's like the place I go to like, uh, see when I feel like I need to see what a movie was reviewed, which isn't even that often. Um. I just don't trust reviews anymore. Yeah, me neither. That's what I was kind of going to get to. Like, cause some of these reviews that I read are just like. It's like they were just jerking themselves off while they wrote the review, and it it's almost more about how many words they can squeeze into a fucking paragraph than yeah, or how many like hip opinions they can jam into a sentence. Yeah, I definitely feel like sometimes people go in there <clears throat> with the with the goal to be overly judgy about things and not you know just trying to take in a film and see how you feel. Without, they go in there like combatively, you know. Yeah, I would almost say if you gave this movie a bad review, we probably just can't be friends. Mm-mm. Like if you had anything negative to say, we probably wouldn't get along. We don't have anything <laughs> relatable Mm-mm. going on in our lives. And we tried to figure out like a scale of what we want to rate movies on in one of our conversations and what we said we were going to go with 10 it's going to be something out of 10 because like we can get pretty fine-tuned right yeah but i, I don't think we actually like we didn't come decided on the unit of measure no just it's going to be out of 10 like mm-hmm. what what would you give this movie out of 10 like at, from right now just like we don't need to have some catchy name for it just like out of 10 what would you rate this movie nine Nine out of ten. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you because ten has to be kept very special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But And this this is very special, but are there other people in the movie that could have done a better job that are not Nicolas Cage? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. That is a great point. I love that. That's a good way to explain the nine <laughs> instead of the ten. There are yeah. For sure. I mean, the the director, and they could have made better choices too, but I just feel like that's any movie. Yeah. Any movie you could say, oh, I wish this would have done that, but like, that's not what it happened. That's not what happened. Yeah. So love it or hate it. <laughs> or make your own movie. <clears throat> um, shit. Thinking, I'm, you know, thinking back to all of, of the battles now, it's kind of hard to say like, because the gorilla died in my favorite way, that that was the best battle. Which one would you say competes with that? Maybe the one with, um, I think it's two on one, and it's the one that starts with uh, oh. the head and shoulders, sneeze into yes. us thing, and it has that Jeremy weird, the like... Jeremy Chameleon and Sarah the Siren. Oh, right, it's the two, the two women, and you don't even really see the way it starts. Well, I... Well, you see... You see the yeah, way it starts and the see, way it ends. You don't see yeah, the middle. Yeah, you see, like, the, there's the original uh, song part in the beginning, and then there's just kind of a flash forward to him choking out Sarah the Siren. With his knees. Is, he's, is he handcuffed, or is he, like, He's tired still handcuffed He's handcuffed, yes. Yes. Yeah, so he beats these two up with no hands. Um, but, like, just the, the whole way that it's set up and, like, this corny ass like yeah he kicks a jukebox and this like this music starts playing and then like the voice head and shoulders knees and toes knees and toes and then like the screen starts shaking and there's like this weird bright like soft focus edge that starts closing in around what you can see and he starts like violently nodding his head like I just tried to do, even though nobody could see me right now. <laughs> you did. That might be my favorite scene in the movie altogether, actually. 
Yeah, but I don't even know if that's so much that you like the fight itself. You just like the beginning. I know, but, like, you only see a little, like, okay, I like the way the gorilla gets curb stomped on the urinal. But the rest of the fight is just, like, whatever, like, slamming each other back and forth. You know, like, the setup isn't all that or whatever. Just, like, the very end of it is cool. And, like, the very end of the one I'm talking about with this funny song in the beginning is just kind of whatever. He breaks her neck with his knees, but it doesn't even kill her. She comes back Yeah. later on. So, like, that's not the best death. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, the, the, the whole interaction overall, like, can you tell me right now how Cammy the Chameleon dies after that? Doesn't he choke her out with, like, her own tongue? No, or that's what happens before... He gets put in the handcuffs when he's fighting with her before. Oh, fuck. So, like, right. how does she die? I'm just trying to prove that that's not actually your favorite fight. Damn. Okay, how does she die? I don't remember, but... Fuck! That's what I'm saying. The actual fight itself is not very significant. It just has a really great build-up. Yeah, okay, but that part is sick. That's my it favorite is. part. No, I'm not taking away from that part. That's a great part. I'm just saying that the, the fight itself is not the best fight. <clears throat> It just felt like, you know, he's had this whole, like, silent badass with this, like, routine that he takes these weird breaks every hour with these energy drinks and, and this pinball shit after he does the lovemaking to it and cleans it off and all that. That becomes, like, his routine. And, like, his killings of these monsters are just very, like, whatever. But then that one comes up and it's, like, they really layer on, like, the, the vibe with him like they really just like add this whole like extra dash of seasoning to his personality just with that stupid song and like the way he kicks on the jukebox yeah so that's the best one for sure for me yeah say what you will i get it but i still think it's the intro it's not the fight itself but that's okay okay agree to disagree on whatever I mean, <laughs> do you think the best death is the same one as me? The curb stop on the urinal? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty hard to beat. Yeah, I think so. Pretty hard to beat. I wish Willie's was more satisfying, you know, because he's like the final boss and that's just kind of like yeah, one and done, really. Yeah. He just got some extra licks in because he killed the the sheriff first and stuff, but uh Willie. Willie did. Yeah. Yeah. And he killed her in a super fun way. Yeah. Well doesn't he doesn't he just like swat her head off? No, babe, he cuts her in half. He cuts her in half, okay. That's right. That's right. But how does his interaction with the janitor go? I don't know. I think he just like Nothing really. They just like stand in front like of each other. He just like beats him to and, death. Yeah. yeah. There's not. It's not like it doesn't seem like Willie's fight with the janitor is at all worse than yeah anybody else's fight with the janitor. If anything, Sarah the siren. Why does it feel like Willie's kind of like omnipotent? <clears throat> like he knows everything that's going on. Yeah. He sees you when you're sleeping. Yeah. He knows when you're awake. Uh. Maybe he is. I mean, they're fucking serial killers who are inhabiting animatronic mascot bodies because they did a satanic ritual. Yeah. You know? Maybe he is a little all-knowing. He must Because <laughs> there's, you know, there's this part where he has this, this like, th- threat about It's Your Birthday with their It's Your Birthday song written in blood on the mirror, and the janitor just cleans it off with Windex and... Willie doesn't see him do it, but he, like, makes this narrow-eyed face like he's upset that he's dismissing their threats. Yeah, and, um, don't they also have, like, songs, like, start and stop and stuff, too? Yeah, so, like, they I believe at least Willie can probably control some things. Yeah, he must be able to. Maybe Willie is, like, the whole place. You know, there's, like, a PA system and, like, the band of mascots play on the stage and, like, there's games. I don't even and... know if it's, like, the whole place, but, I mean, these were these were Satan worshippers. Maybe he, in this ritual that they did 
to transfer their consciousness into these mascot bodies, they were endowed with other, I don't know, demonic forces or something. Gifts. Demonic gifts. gifts. <laughs> I'm just saying, since Willie is the leader, you know, like maybe he can fuck with the lights and like, oh, yeah, the, pinball, sure. you know, like the stuff yeah. in the, the building. Does it just. When it comes down to it, Willie, you just can't hang when you have to stand toe to toe with the janitor. He takes care of you pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who can, really? Nobody, apparently. Nobody. We're, we're supposedly meant to believe he has, like, Herculean strength. Yeah, which is another thing. Resolve. Like, it's perfect for the character and perfect for the movie that we don't hear him speak and we don't know anything about him. But also, like, he seems to be, in the beginning of the movie, like, when his car first gets fucked up, like, he's running from something. But we never know where he came from or where he's going. We just know that he's ready to begin again. I think it he's seems. just running from... It's not even that he's running from something. It's just that he is out of step with the rest of the world somehow. You know, he just seems impossibly stoic when you first meet him, you know, with like the whole... Like you said, when we first meet him, his car gets fucked up by the spike strip in the road that we later learn was planted by the police and his fucking yokel here it's all set up to get him into willies in the first place and that's how they've been roping people into here but uh after we watched this movie the second time don had noticed that there's a scene where he you know his car gets effed by the spike strip and he's just standing in the street waiting for somebody to pass by who could you know give him a ride or something and like we see a scene of like his feet with like a shadow and like you see the shadow move all the way around as if to imply that he's been there for like hours and hours and hours and hours without moving at all. Uh, completely silent. <laughs> Just yeah. standing there. So like it's a it's yeah. a pretty intense introduction to the character. I didn't even catch it the first time we watched it. I'm glad you saw that. It, that probably would have taken me like a dozen times. Yeah. My guy decided that he doesn't have to walk for help or... <clears throat> Uh, make any phone calls or anything he's just gonna stand and wait until someone drives by and that someone happened to be the in the loop on this whole schmagage tow truck driver who the janitor then decided to stand in the street and stop him and never says anything he just blocks his truck from going any further he makes asks no questions makes no requests he just is there yeah, I love the scenes where these two other guys who are in on this, the tow truck driver or like Tex McAdoo's character, the other guy who's apparently the owner, the new owner of the property, uh, they just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and don't stop talking and he has not, not a word for them at all. Mm-mm. Not a single word. Just like a, a shit ton of looks and uh, sometimes taking his glasses down to give them a direct eye look. Yeah, Which sometimes. generally looks fairly condescending, but <laughs> why not be condescending to them? Yeah, I mean, also kind of just like a funny part of the movie, because like, who hasn't been in a situation with somebody who could just like fill an endless amount of time talking? If you decided not to interject, they could just Ugh. go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, we've all been there, and like, they did a great job. The tow truck driver guy is pretty entertaining. <laughs> I thought, I don't know. Right. He's entertaining, but I was more entertained with his lack of response to his bullshit, you know? Mm, yeah, of course. It's hard to... He's a hard act to follow, babe. Yes. <laughs> what did you think about... We have yet to really dive into them fully, but... um, You know, our, our teenage uh, batch of victims... Expendables. Expendables. The Expendables. Well, well, are we going to do a rundown here? Do we have to do a rundown? I feel like a rundown will give us a little bit of a more um, specification of who plays the roles in this movie because we haven't fully done like a whole like, this is everything that happens in this movie thing, you know, and we don't have to. No, we don't have to. But I think that if we talk about some of the characters, it'll tell us a little more. It'll tell them a little more. About how we feel. That's good. You're right. You're right. I, I mean, 
off the top of my head, out of all of like the combinations of cliche youngins to be slain in a horror movie like this one, I'm wishing there was like the lovable but always causing trouble uh, stoner character. I know it's just such a thing that you see and you're probably sick to death of it. And it's no surprise that I would wish that that guy was in this movie. But uh, this feels like a really good movie for that guy. (laughs) You know? We need more Martys. Yeah, a Marty would have just dropped right in here. Right in. Yeah, we're talking about Marty from Cabin in the Woods. I mean, there's an endless amount of these people around. Uh, Everybody in Idle Hands. You know? Yeah. There was room in this movie for one of those, and there wasn't really one of those. We got, like, three pointless white dudes who, like, combined don't even fill the shoes of one Marty. Well, the thing is, I think, that there was a, I feel, a clear decision that was made that at the end of the day, the only ones that were going to be left were the janitor and this young lady who is the main, uh, the main other character in the movie. So... I feel like I could tell that right away from the beginning. And if we had a Marty in the full embodiment of a Marty, um, he would be a goofy guy, but a uh, unexpectedly wise person also. Unexpectedly wise? You wouldn't want him to like survive for most of the movie, but then die in like a perfectly cliche stoner kind of way. Like he gets his head chopped off and like a bunch of smoke comes out or something. No. No. I kind of feel like I'm okay with these other characters feeling pretty uh, disposable. And I wouldn't have been happy with a disposable Marty. No disposable Martys, huh? Okay, alright, fine, fine. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You had some gripes with some, some characters, too. I did, I did. Because, as we slightly mentioned before... That, that's my gripe, that there wasn't, there wasn't a Marty, so... I yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I felt like there's too many stereotypical things... And I know this movie's not here to, like, break the stereotypes. It's but, not here to meet all your stereotype wants and needs, too. That's, you know... Yeah. We don't promote that. <laughs> so, when we first met this um, more loose character, Kathy, I thought that maybe she would go beyond the general like slutty girl stereotype because she was the only one that was able to undo the handcuffs while all the boys were looking for different tools to make that happen um which added a slight but not too heavy dash of feminism where they kind of made fun of the boys about it and i kind of thought that maybe that would be an ongoing thing for her but instead she just went downward the rest of the movie and really really kind of walks like a Grand Theft Auto prostitute. You know, I just... Um, I, I've never played Grand Theft Auto, but I could imagine that's what they would walk like. I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted so much more from her, and they just made her very much the stereotype. There was nothing redeeming there. Yeah, and you mentioned the scene with her climbing up the ladder the first time we watched it, and I didn't think anything of it, and then... Like, the next time, and then the next time we watched it, it was, uh, I felt like I had to look away from the screen. Yeah. Because it's so... So they have this argument (laughs) about who's going to go in, because, uh, what is the girl's name? Viv? Liv? The main girl, Liv. 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 Okay, Liv. The main girl's name, Liv. She goes into Willy's Wonderland by herself in the beginning to try to save the janitor, and the rest of the kids are outside... And the guy who likes her is the only one that wants to go in there to make sure that she's okay or to help. And they all start arguing about it and decide the only way in is to go up to the roof. And they're still arguing. And Kathy, the other girl, is the only one that says, you know what, no, get out of the way. And she starts going up the ladder like, you guys are dumb and not being brave. She needs help. Let's go help her. Which I thought was, okay, maybe she's going to be redeemed now. But then she climbs up the friggin' ladder like a, like a hooker, you know, in slow motion and, like, swinging her hips back and forth. Like, they just really went over the top with it, you know, to the point that her boyfriend is like, no, don't look, don't look at her. And it's not like someone wears a skirt and climbs up a ladder and you're just like, your boyfriend's like, okay, no, don't look. It was like her ass was already out before she got up there. 
<laughs> yeah, you're not saving anything, bud. Um, what are we? Some fucking Mormons here? What? We're no, Quakers now? we're not Mormons. Now? We're not Mormons. That's not the point. You're There's supposed wrong. to be TNA There's in these movies, There's nothing wrong with tits and ass. And we didn't ass. even get tits in this movie. Okay. There's nothing wrong with tits and ass. <coughs> I get that. But... I had this expectation. They, I feel like they just slipped this little bit. Like this character was going to be more than the stereotype to me in the beginning, and then they just did the exact opposite. I see. I see. You wanted her to. And then they like made her overcome. the only one that thinks it's a good idea to have sex in the fucking fun house amongst the well, killer hey, mascots. To be fair, she questions it. She's like, Bobby, no. is no. that Gator? No. Wait. Was that Gator in this room the whole time? And he's like. That's been in every room we've been in all the while. Because you can't make decisions like that when your dick is inside. Yeah. Something. But the thing is, is that she brought him in there to have sex. <coughs> she initiated oh, the that's sex. Right. She said the whole thing was, the whole setting was making her horny. Yes. She <sighs> started this. She was the one that wanted to go in the room. She was the one that thought it was hot and wanted there to have sex. Okay, fine, idiot. What am I doing defending her? She made herself in this situation. And then she was like, oh, gee, there's a gator yet again. I don't know about it. Okay. <laughs> so she failed you and dies yes. in a stupid way. Yeah. I'm not, uh, and again, uh, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with tits and ass. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that stereotypical character. I just thought... If anything, that's one con for this movie. I feel like there should have been some tits and ass. Okay, you're just mad because no? there was no tits, babe. Okay, maybe. And there kind of was tits. You just didn't see bare tits. All right. All right. Let's, we don't have to talk about this. Anyway... <laughs> At least we didn't have, like, a gross point when, like, there was a mascot that, like, was jerking off to them or something. Because it could have been really bad. Where, that came out of left field. I feel like you are reaching with that. I'm not reaching. Where I have you not. ever seen something like that? You're like, at least it wasn't, like, this movie where You've the mascot's You've never seen movies where there's, like, an inanimate creature or an a- inanimate thing that's possessed by something else that, like, wants to try to be horny with a human? Has Chucky jerked off on screen in any of his iterations? I mean, Chucky's had sex on screen, so I know, yeah. but jerking off is worse. I think so. I think... I can't definitively say. I mean, I just... I automatically thought back to the... You're gonna hate me for saying this. But I automatically thought back to this Buffy episode. Why would I hate you for saying that? Okay. Because I, I talk worse. about Buffy all the time and you, you know. Whatever. It could have been worse. <laughs> so. Um, when there's a, a, like a ventriloquist dummy that's possessed by an actual person who's stuck in that form until he like fulfills his goal. And he's a dummy who's very creepy, but somehow thinks it's a good idea to still hit on her. You know? There was no point in this where I thought any of these mascots wanted to do sexy things with any of these kids, which would have been too much for me, I think. Like, there's already too much ridiculous going on, but it's appreciable, but if they had went that extra layer, you know? I don't know. And they have stuff like that, too, in Ginger Dead Man, where he, like, thinks real people are hot and says really gross things. Ginger Dead Man. Have I seen that? I don't know. I don't know. I think you've tried to get me to see it. Nick Nolte is a killer, very much like Chucky, who kills himself and ends up possessing a gingerbread man cookie. We didn't watch this together? No. I've watched this years ago. Years ago. They even have a sequel where it's Ginger Dead Man and the Evil Bomb, which is another possessed object. Oh, I think I've seen that one. I think I've seen the, the Evil Bong movie. Or the... the Evil Bong has its own movie. It does. And then they have a movie together. Oh, wow. I believe. That's um, amazing. I've only really like seen more of the Ginger Dead Man stuff. I haven't seen the only... Freddy and Jason. But, um, yeah, they were on Hulu for like a really long time. Mm. Okay, so... You don't like slutty handcuff girl. Um, she disappointed you... me. I don't not like Did I get her. it wrong? Is it like three pointless white dudes and this, this guy, Bobby? Or is there just like, am I making up characters? Okay, what are the other people besides this couple here? There's two African, live. there's two African American boys. Are there? Because there's the one that looks like Baby Jordan Peele. Does remember? he? I can't fucking remember these other people. And then there's, there's only two white guys. That feel like the same character to me. Who? Like the guy that really likes her a lot. Yep. And then. And then there's the guy that never, that like makes fun of him for liking her because she's never going to give it to him. Yeah, he's just like mean, 
version of the other guy. There's, it's I just don't like, know. I don't think he's at all like the other guy, babe. I don't know. They don't stand out to me at all. I, can, I can't remember to, anything that they do. But they're not supposed to. That's what I'm saying. They're disposable characters because they're just filling the role. Because you knew from the beginning of the movie, at least I knew, that Liv and the janitor were going to be the only ones left. You're not supposed to really be able to tell them apart or remember them. Or That's true. They're just there to die. Yeah. There to die. <sighs> Tits. Tits. Um, yeah, I wasn't absolutely sure they were all going to die, except for um, Liv. I thought maybe Tits would survive, like you said in the beginning. I guess, yeah, I thought, I don't know if I ever really thought she was going <clears> to <throat> survive, but I, I just thought she was going to go very differently than she did. Well, just like that initial scene where they save her from the trailer where she's handcuffed, it. I just thought they were going to go I thought the characters of this group of kids were going to be a little bit different than they ended up being. Like, just the, when you meet them in the movie, it gave me a different impression than what yeah. we got. So, like, a little bit after that, it's like, oh, yeah, these fuckers are toast. <laughs> you know, like, for yeah. sure, you're all dead. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, still not really complaining. Wish there would have been a Marty, but I liked it. I liked it. What else? What else? Five How about supporting bad guys? <laughs> Great soundtrack to this movie. Man. That's a good topic. <laughs> Forgot about that one. I've been singing that to our dog Banana a lot lately because she looks like a little weasel and it's about a weasel stealing chickens out the coop. You got a little back massage here. <clears throat> Am I? Yeah. Got some little feet on your back, some little bunny feet. Oh, we're a little harder. I give you pets all the time. <laughs> I'm busy. Anyway, so yeah, they were, basically a lot of these are just general children's songs for this movie that are like reinvented in more fun ways to go with the movie, and they're very catchy. Plus, as I once said in one of the other episodes, how much I wanted more movies with their own songs, and Willy's Wonderland has its own song. Yeah, you got it. You got it. It does have its own song. And it's not as good as the Cutter Clown song, but no. it does count. It is its own song. It is good. It's good, but it's, it's not, not a whale and theme song, which yeah. would have been appropriate for the like whole aesthetic they went with here. <clears throat> Interfering with our state-of-the-art recording devices. Our it's like iPhones. the time you banged things on a table. <laughs> I, it adds realism to the show. People feel like they're sitting at a table with us having a few chillados. Okay, just think about the people that might listen to this with earbuds in and you just banged something in their ear. Fuck those people. Chances <laughs> are I've supported their stupid little side projects and things for years, so deal with it. Um... What else you got to say about this? I fucking loved it. I loved the cast. I felt like they could have done a little bit of this and that, but other than that, I'm not, I'm not complaining. It's not going to ruin anything for me. It still gets a 9 out of 10. Uh, the the storyline, even though it didn't really had, it didn't even need a cohesive plot, it still would have been great. It's just like a mess. The plot was still better than half the fucking things we see on the streaming services that are like trying to take themselves way too seriously you know yeah like which is worth mentioning for sure you know you have movies that come out and expect you to maintain straight face and get a jump scare out of you a couple times for its entire two and a half hour length but then they finish and leave you feeling like what the fuck did i just see yeah you know whereas Mm -hmm. like this the whole way through was enjoyable there wasn't any time where i was like all right let me like step out on the balcony and fucking smoke that road sure you know, like, I wanted to watch it the whole way through the first time and the second time. Yeah. Which is rare these days. Yeah. To to be fair, <clears throat> let's just say Willy's Wonderland is on Amazon Prime for early access, 
which means that we can rent it, but we can't purchase it. And to rent it, it is $20, and I've already spent $60 to see oh, this movie. Oh, damn. I didn't know that. I didn't know you were spending fucking $20 a pop. Holy shit, babe. Yeah, babe. $20 a pop. You hear that? That's what she thinks of this movie. 60 bucks. That's like a date to the movies and then some. You hear how I said movies? I got like, I had like a glitch, like a little freeze there. From thinking about the fact that you spent 60 bucks on this movie. Yeah, and then when it's actually available for purchase, I'll have to spend another $20. And you know what? If it starts playing in a movie theater that might open around here on Monday! Woo! That was especially loud! Woo! <laughs> no, we are very excited about this shit. God damn it. Yeah, real fucking excited. Monday, they might let Los Angeles out of our... Bubbles! How fucking long has it been? How long has it been March? Babe. Of 2020. A year. It's been a year now. It's been March of 2020 for one whole year now. Yeah. And they're finally about to let it be over. Remember a year ago? We're finally going to be in April. we were so excited because I had two weeks off of work. If that doesn't tell you that this was on purpose, I don't know what does. It's like they stopped the clock with like the second hand. You know, well, fuck the second hand. With one of the hands on, on the number three. And like, it just didn't move for a whole year. And now they just push start again. So, like, yeah. we're just starting again, and March is going to tick over to April. Like, it should have last year. You know what I mean? Ugh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These fucking vampires. I'm telling you, that's the real horror movie we should be doing the review about. Anyway. <laughs> we're going to be able to go to the movies again. I'm real excited about that. Obviously, we like movies quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> and I love being able to sit at home and watch movies and do all of this, but at the same time, it's a different experience. You know, we were talking earlier about things like how we were still waiting for A Quiet Place 2, and the reality is I totally get why they didn't release it as a streaming thing, because it's just not the same experience, you know? Yeah, I would have been bummed if I had seen it on streaming and then like they never put it in the theaters because it had already released on streaming and I just never got to see that movie in theaters because it's totally different. Yeah, well, plus like, of course there's that side of it too, but like, uh, I don't know. I just love going to the movies. It's just one of those things, you know. It, it always feels good, even if the movie's bad. I'm still glad we went to the movies. I don't know. It's just one of those things. So, to be able to do that again, I feel like it's going to benefit this show because then we can go see things that come out and even if we fucking hated them, we could still probably do an episode. Yeah. A review episode and like put in the description, hey, we think this thing was absolute shit. garbage. Yeah, shit. And just talk shit about something. For, those will be fun, probably. Yeah. I would love to do that. And for me, it's just like, there's nothing like watching a movie in a theater and let's say like... Going to the movies at like three o'clock and then feeling like the movie you're watching is like so long you've been in this little bubble and you feel like you're in the movie and you've been in another world and then it's six thirty, let's say, it's an extra long movie or something. Six o'clock and you come back out and it's still daylight. Out. Oh man, yeah, that is a cool thing. That it's just like you suddenly came out into this new world and you feel like a fucking creature of the night and don't know what to do anymore, you know? Yeah, that brings back some memories for sure. I love the way that feels. It's very I nostalgic because it's cheaper to see movies during the day. So like when my family would go to the movies, it was during the fucking daytime most of the time. Unless it was like something really important that, you know. Yeah. But even still, there's certain movies that I would prefer to go when people are at work or something, like, during the day. Yeah, now, as an adult, where I, want, I care about those fucking things. But no, as a kid, you want to go to the movies at night. Yeah, but at the same time, even, like, in my early 20s, I've been to movies where, like, I went to see uh, The Grudge, like, the one back with Sarah Michelle Gellar in, like, early 2000s. Okay, I went to see that at the Stroud Mall in the Poconos, okay, at night, and... I got through the first, like, five minutes of the movie when a dude kills himself right away in the beginning. And the movie was so, so packed full of people that people were just, like, 
some people were watching and some people were yelling and then there was a whole group of other ghetto people from New York that were just like, oh, and like making fun of it. And I was like, I can't watch this movie. I like this. Like, I care about this movie. I take horror movies seriously. I can't watch it under these conditions. And I got up and left and I went back out and I was like, listen, there's too much going on in there. I can't enjoy the movie. Give me my fucking money back. Like... (laughs) Did you go somewhere else immediately and see it that night? No, I ended up not seeing it at oh, all man. in the theater. I wouldn't be able to do that. I'd have to finish it and then like get my money back anyway, and then see it again. Like, I ended up just not seeing it at all. I don't know if I've ever walked out on a movie in a theater. I take certain movies, as you know, very seriously, and the whole thing would have been ruined if I had just been listening to like all these people yelling and making fun of it. And, like, talking the whole time. You know how I feel about people talking in movies. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Even though you do it 100% of the time. I do it at home with you when we're, like, having yeah. fun. But if, like, it's, it's a serious movie that I really want you to watch, I don't do that. That's true. That's true. All right. I mean, a theater is a whole different thing. There's different rules in there. Yeah. There's different rules in there. Yeah. I haven't had a movie ruined by a, a shitty audience in a very long time. Very long time. Probably not since going to the Stroud Mall. Yeah. Uh, and that doesn't even count. Like, a couple times that I've gone in, like, more recent history to that place, like, I went to things that, like, I don't know. I had seen them already. I was just going to see it again, and, like, I kind of expected the environment, so it was still fun anyway. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't know. It takes a lot for me to walk out on something. I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> right oh, we, we started getting what on the whole. Th- we started getting on the whole thing about movie theaters opening up and stuff like that, and how if this came out oh, again, right, right, right. you know, I mean, oh, we yeah. like went into a whole thing about movie. You spent sixty bucks on Willy's Wonderland already, and I was saying I love going to the movies so much that even though you spent sixty bucks on this already, I'd go out to fucking see it. Yeah. Again, do the whole nine yards, buy the snacks and everything, extra cheese, all of it. A drive-in, particularly. Yeah. If we if that doesn't happen, I just like threw a couple words out the other day about doing our own drive-in events with a projection screen, <laughs> you know, hosted by us. Uh, if we could somehow pull that off, this would be the perfect movie mm-hmm. for like number one. Right. Yeah. 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 Nick Cage movie in L. A. Come on, perfect, perfect setting. Um, what else? Where do you want to go from here, babe? Right around an hour now. Have we covered all the bases? Have we said all that needs to be said about Willy's Wonderland? I mean, are we just, at this point, bowing down to this movie and saying too much? Are we, are we We're not saying too much, much time praising this thing? Yeah, but that's what, like, we can't go too long just praising the movie because we want people to watch it, go and watch it, and everything that happens in the movie basically tells you what's the what in the trailer obviously this isn't a spoiler free episode if you haven't figured that out by now and you're none of them are spoiler free episodes yeah none of them are spoiler free episodes obviously but like i don't know i don't know how much more i can say about about it just you gotta you gotta see it if you haven't seen it and you're just sitting here listen i had a friend tell me today he didn't see this movie but he like watched somebody's rundown of it on like youtube or something and thought it was great and i was like dude no you have to friggin' see it. So Nothing if you're listening to this, it. yeah, if you're listening to this before you've seen it, whatever, great. I'm glad you listened to this, but go and, see this yeah. movie. Finish the episode and go and rent it and fucking watch this movie. Yeah, if we're friends, look, if you're friends with me, I know you'll love this movie. That's it. That's it. Plain and simple. Yeah. Is that it? Is that it for us? I think that's you it for us. It? That's it for us. I'm not going to go above and beyond to praise it. We've done all the praising we can do, and it does all the work for itself. Yeah, we kind of agreed on all like the little topics we tried to have, like the best kill and stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I said things, and then you were like, you're right! Yeah, that's kind of how it goes here. <laughs> People, okay, you want to know how to have a successful, uh, long-term, committed relationship? That's it. That's what you do. You're right. You, you better watch it. One of you has got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's get out. Let's go We're going to hang else. up on this 
fucking episode and you're gonna go and look up this movie on Prime and you're gonna either rent it tonight or rent it this weekend or you're gonna save up your pennies and rent it when you can. But okay. do it, do it, do it. Do it, yes. All right. Good night. Good stay night. dead, people. <laughs> stay dead. That's a good one. I yeah, like that. Fucking stay one. dead. 